Ah, thank you very much. That sounds so quiet. What? It sounds so quiet. What do you mean? I don't know. Oh. It just sounds really quiet. Uh, That's weird. What would you like us to do? Here, I'll do this. <laughs> Is that better? That's better. All right. Yay. <laughs> uh, that's about what we're doing. And I can tell you, we're going to move from 54 to 84. How does that sound? Oh, yeah. That In sounds, temperatures. It's a little high. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, but man. I'm not going to whine about it. But oh. I hope it doesn't cause flooding. Yeah, that's yeah, my thing. Any more it's issues. Like, but, hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We... We've been flirting with a, a 70, uh, you know, low 70s here from time to time over the last couple of weeks. We'll get a little teeny peak and then we'll drop back down. And that's kind of how we want it for the runoff situation. However, this one really could cause some, uh, some serious, uh, wetness, if you want to put it that way. 54 today. We're looking at that 40% chance of rain and snow, uh, floating around, uh, typical stuff, rain in the valley, snow a little bit in the upper elevations. So it could cause a few little issues as you're driving around, and then we'll warm up another 10 degrees, uh, 9 degrees to be exact, 96, uh, 63 tomorrow, and then Thursday, 71, Friday, 72, Saturday, 78, and then on Sunday, 84, and Monday, 83. So a couple of, not just one little day, and then we peak and go away. We are so far forecasted for a couple of days into those uh, mid-80s. And St. George looking at uh, mid-90s down there in their area uh, this weekend. Uh, Right now it's 36 and cloudy downtown. The theme to our show, Dave and Deb in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We're not for everyone. The bros right there, Brothers Osborne. And uh, I love that line there towards the end, that lyric that says, we're a legend in our own mind. (laughs) Which also pertains to us as well. Just let us live in our fantasy world that some people might listen to us, okay? Thank you very much. Good Tuesday morning to you. You got a captive audience right here. Yeah, every show had a captive audience. The largest captive audience ever. And you're the entertainment. You will entertain me. Entertain me. Entertain me. You entertain the audience till we get there. I can entertain myself. Now that's entertainment. We don't entertain much. Well, now that we have your attention, it is uh, DNA Day today. I was a little afraid when I did my when they did my little testing. You know, I thought you were oh, going to find what? a skeleton in the wood pile. Yeah, I mean, like, what if I was, what if I was an Asian from? <laughs> I mean, not that that's bad. I'm just saying it would just be su- surprising. Yeah, you know what I'm just saying? Change your heritage. Yeah. I did find out that I was a little more Irish than I thought I was, that I thought I uh, thought I was. I found out I have a heritage in the Iberian Peninsula, which is like France and Spain. I did not know that. Yeah? Yeah. It's so, I mean, you and I have both done a couple of a couple of those things. I think we did 23andMe, and, and we did, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Ancestry.com. Yeah. Anyway, uh, kind of fun. DNA Day today. The amazing things that they can do with DNA, right? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. If you don't know anything about DNA, watch Dateline. <laughs> At least that's what my wife tells me. They can go back and back and back and back and find out if you were involved in something 30-something years ago or whatever. But uh, One ringy dingy. 
to phone company day. Ringy dingy. National Telephone Day today. Uh, man, what would we do without the old uh, and the good old days of the corded phone, the trim line, uh, the rotary phone? National Plumbers Day today. Uh, so uh, hug the Just crack. Say no to crack. Hug the crack out of someone, a plumber today. <laughs> Just hug, hug the crack out of him. Hairstylist Appreciation Day. Oh yes. Uh, even though she doesn't listen, I'll do a shout out to my daughter-in-law Jacqueline Gunderson. Uh, so. Uh, if somebody for some reason listens and, and knows her, tell Pass her that along. Listen, <laughs> said, hi. Uh, they're the they're the ones that uh, of all of the children don't listen. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they'd have this in April uh, zucchini bread day. Yeah, I know because shouldn't it be like August October or September? Or so, yeah, somewhere around there where where you're in you've... the middle of the zucchini harvest. Yes, and you end up with a basket of zucchini on yes. your porch. Uh, yeah. Because. Uh, knock and uh, run and knock and run. And I, ha- that's what happens when you run without a bra, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did. Kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Just... Anyway, no, I, uh, and, and I love zucchini. Even just cutting up fresh zucchini and dipping it in a little bit of ranch or something. Oh my gosh, that's good stuff. Uh, but yes, yeah, zucchini bread. In fact, I will. I would say that my, I would lean a little more towards zucchini bread than even uh, banana nut bread Me myself. Me too. I love you know, zucchini bread. Really good stuff. And uh, don't forget about the penguins. It's World Penguin Day, a day to celebrate those beautiful tuxedoed They're birds. They're so cute. They are. Kind of fun to watch. Uh, March of the Penguins. I, I think I've told this story before, but we had our whole family... Uh, gather around and we we were all able to go to the theater and we were like yeah let's go see march of the penguins and i i can't remember whose idea it was now it was one of my kids and they they're like oh yeah i heard it's really good let's go watch it we're five minutes into it and it's a documentary on penguins it's not like this movie that you would you know it's not animated it's just a documentary on penguins so who hated it tyler oh tyler hated it I mean, he's in the row ahead of us, and right in the middle, uh, like five minutes into the movie, where the whole theater can hear, he turns around, he goes, are you kidding me? (laughs) So, but actually, actually, it was good. good. In the long run, it was really good, and I think uh, everybody enjoyed it, but we all stayed and stuck it out. World Penguin Day today. Georgia. Kane Brown on Z104, Utah's number one country station. Good to have you along here. His latest called Bury Me in Georgia. Now, people were asked uh, what should be done with their remains. I asked you this question just the other day, and you're actually Hmm. thinking about cremation. Yeah, I mean, all cards are on the table, but I have thought about that. Have you thought about that at all? uh Uh-uh. Not even crossed my mind. I mean, I've joked about it. I would, I, you know, I would say like, uh, take my ashes and sprinkle them off the edge of a cruise ship or something. You know what I mean, or whatever. <laughs> that I mean, would be I good for you. something that. Uh, <laughs> but I never really have thought about that. Um, and you know, uh, there are religious factors that come into st- some things that make us look at. You know. Uh, in fact, let's talk about that. <laughs> <Let's stop. laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean, people, there are some people that uh, just don't either have not even thought about it. Um, however, it, it does make for a cheaper casket. Even you can just right. rent one and then uh, they you just give it back to them. Yeah. You know? uh, well, a survey asked people what their preference for their remains would be. There were more than two dozen choices to pick from. Uh, the most popular one was being cremated and having your ashes scattered somewhere in nature. Okay. So kind of like along what I was thinking, yeah. right? Now, the second most popular, having your organs and tissues donated. Now, I'm an organ donor. Yeah. Uh, don't forget. So if you want, uh, what would you like from me? The heart of David. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the skin of hate. The skin of hate? <laughs> I'm going to donate you are... my skin of hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but... Uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Are you a donor? Are you? Uh, are you are yeah, you, yeah. Or are you one of those people? Uh, no, I'm a donor. Now followed by uh, being buried under a tree, having a traditional burial underground in a coffin, like a lot of us see, uh, having your entire body donated to science. Now, most of the top resp- uh, responses were variations on the above kind of stuff, but the tenth. Most popular answer was a little more unique. It was a Viking funeral. <laughs> that means having your body sent out onto the water on a boat and then set on fire with a what? flaming arrow. Okay, that's what I'm picking. That's pretty that's cool. Viking, put me out on the Great Salt Lake and a flaming with arrow. A flaming arrow, and and then yeah. it just burns, and you're it's basically like cremation on water. Yep. And then it just uh, sinks to the bottom of the ocean, and you're done. I guess. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty dramatic. Till the Great right Salt there. Lake dries up, and there you are on your little... <laughs> hey, look. Hey, I think we found Deb. <laughs> there you are on your little funeral pyre. Right. And uh, so uh, now we see this in Little House on the Prairie, stuff like that, where it's like somebody who's got buried under a tree, you know yeah. what I'm saying, uh, uh, that type of thing. Um I don't know about donating my entire body to science. I mean, I'll give them my organs and stuff. And by the way, if anybody does want my organs, my prostate isn't working very well. (laughs) (laughs) So I would probably stay. I would probably stay away from that. Is your little Advil trick not working? No, it actually is. It is. It is. Okay, good to know. It's probably chewing the crap out of my stomach, but sure. Yeah, I. I mean, no, it does. Good. But I'm taking uh, pretty hefty amounts of ibuprofen. Just to keep the old prostate under control at night. But it works. Uh, it why, works. If, if it works, why <clears throat> I, not? I, you know, I mean, ibuprofen, if you think about it, is an anti-inflammatory. Maybe it shrinks something. Your prostate well, is swollen. Actually, it's shrinking a lot of things. <laughs> And I'm, I'm getting a little worried that maybe maybe this anti-inflammatory stuff is kind of backfiring on me. <laughs> a Viking funeral. How no, about that? I don't that? have any trouble anymore. It disappeared. <laughs> that's, Honey, that's pretty cool. I not only have to go to the bathroom, but I can't find anything either. I think that's awesome. What? what? I would come to your Viking funeral. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? That would be amazing. That would be really cool. My guy would probably, the arrow would probably miss. Yeah. Oh, so let's try this again. Like a little match. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Into the water. It goes out. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's do it again. Or it doesn't set on fire. Yeah. You're just like, uh. <laughs> I was kind of a dad, so there's Deb out there floating on yeah. the water. Hello? Does anybody just Can have anybody a match? reach her with an arrow? <laughs> just throw a match over He's there. just floating out there. Uh, oh, I would probably weird. want to do it. Uh, now, what body of water would you like to do it on? I would do it on a lake in the mountains. Man, I don't, I don't know. Um, I kind of would like to. I mean, one of the first things, and I don't know why it comes to mind. Uh, I like Palisade down in Sterling. There's a oh, little yeah. lake down there. No uh, Peter like kinda, a sand Peter. Right? Right. Yeah, well, there's no Peter. <laughs> Speaking of ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> But, One organ that can't be donated. Yeah, I know. I don't. Can you donate those? I mean, uh, uh, well, you, you know your the whole private area. Yeah, the jungle well, let's area. Google that. I'm not sure if you can. Like if, my my sister was an well, organ donor. Nobody's going to want mine. It says uh, penis donation is not included in the commonly used oh, driver's yeah. See, license. I think it's just heart, lungs, um, kidneys. Uh, I'm trying to remember what my sister. Um, Penis donation involves a special and sensitive consent process oh, sure it is. with donor families. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, I'd like to give you his penis. <laughs> yeah. That would be so appropriate for but Dave, I, though. Don't worry, he didn't. Oh, he didn't feel. He didn't feel a thing. <laughs> All is well with the world. Right. Nope, I'm an organ donor too. So yeah. we're all organ donors. What organ? Would you say that uh, people would not want of yours? Now, I've already listed off a couple. Uh, you guys list off something where somebody wouldn't want yeah. yours. I don't know. Your uh... organ. Some of, I mean, you, you don't have, you've had your groceries really removed. Yeah. You you don't you have. You definitely supposed... can't have my uterus. Nah, yeah. That ship is sailed. Or your ovaries or anything, yeah. right? Right. Well, who would want, who would want a uterus? Well, I'll put it on the wall or something. I don't know. Those things get old. <laughs> what about <laughs> eyeballs? Nose, mouth. I wouldn't mind. You could donate your eyeballs. They're they're yeah. all they're brand new. You actually can decide how, what you can do- donate. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I, you can. If something kind of creeps you out, like your eyeballs going or something like that, you can say. Take everything but this, or well, where's that listed at? There's not enough room on the driver's just license write, to just say that. On the no, back, just, Dave. Just, <laughs> leave my penis alone, <laughs> no, and you, my prostate's leave, no good. You leave a list with your loved ones. Oh say, well, yeah, okay. I'm an organ donor, but please don't donate this. Okay, or, it know. just, I mean, so on you my do have some say. Yeah, on my driver's license, it just has a red Y. <laughs> Are you a donator? Yes. Yeah. I am. And some things, you, you know, get injured. Like with my sister, she had one lung that was too injured to donate. Oh. Yeah. So, she, you know, but whatever we could. we. Well, my wife is type 1 diabetic, has been for years. She would probably say, don't take my pancreas. It's no good. You know. Uh, yeah, something I will donate is my vocal cords. <laughs> oh, wow. You'll sound just like Dave on Z104. Anybody, just like Dave used to sound. If anybody on wants Z104. to sound like Trace Adkins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> to be able to do a vocal Even cord. Even for like a lady. Tra- oh, Could you yes, imagine it would. waking up and sounding like, sound like Dave? That's scary. Hmm.
I'm, the world can only handle one of us anyway. Uh, but it would be kind of cool to, you know, <clears throat> be able to. Like, I would like to. It's not really an organ, though. I was, I was kind of like some muscle builder or some guy, you know. I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to have a brain transplant. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I only had a brain. See, unfortunately, you'd probably get Abby Normal's uh, brain. I already have one of those. Um, all right. Uh, we are back, and it's time for the Pledge of Allegiance. We do it a few little different ways here. You can uh, just call in live, uh, like a lot of people do each morning around 6.35 ish, you know, give or take a few minutes. Or you can go ahead and uh, just send it to us on uh, through an email. You know, we have our own little email. Dave and Deb at kslpcountry.com. You can <clears throat> leave an open mic. Uh, the mobile app, which is free in the App Store, uh, you can also leave it right there. So a bunch of different ways to uh, send us the pledge or requests or comments or anything uh, is through the open mic feature on the mobile app. This one coming in from the uh, Tooele area. Uh, I believe uh, Brian uh, has our Pledge of Allegiance, and we'll just turn it over to him and uh, go from there. Good morning, Dave and Deb. This is Brian from... T- Unbelievable. Dave, <laughs> so, we got to get was... that sound card fixed. <laughs> wow. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can't just do it a, a different way here and see if it'll pull up without conflict. Good morning, Dave and Deb. This is Brian from Tooele. I commute every morning, and I tell you all the terrible traffic reports. But I just wanted to give my pledge of allegiance to the, all the men and women that serve this country. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America, for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And I love Z104. And you guys, Dave and Deb. Everything she can. 
And done, and only in America, Brian from the Tooele area sending in his pledge ahead of time on the open mic section of our Z104 app. You can do the same. Thank you so much for doing that. It's National Telephone Day. How about that? That's it. Kids, if you, did you could you tell that was a zero at the very end? For that yeah. long thing Very, that they did there, yes, takes forever for it to get around to that point uh, when it's uh, the phone, the rotary phone. And for you, young whippersnappers, ask your mom and dad what a rotary phone is. <laughs> <laughs> One ringy dingy. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. We don't have to. We're the phone company. Hey, Emily West. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Weather is brought to you by Jackalopes. <laughs> Did you ever think those were real? Things that we learned embarrassingly late in life. Uh, it's amongst a list that we are going to get to this morning. But yeah, uh, isn't that? I always I I did fall for it. You did. Uh, yeah, a couple of my older friends. They had a, a two or three years on me, and we they said, "Hey, let's go out. You have to get them after dark." And they said, "Let's go out jackalope hunting." And uh, so I'm like. Man, did you ever have same as sniping? Got, yeah. yeah. Did you ever have one on the wall? We had oh, one yeah. on the wall for yeah. a while. Yeah. You might be a redneck. Yeah, right. You have a jackalope in your <laughs> living room. <laughs> I was actually I I mounted the uh, my first two point that I got with my bow, and it just a teeny stupid little thing, you know. And you and you can mount it yourself. You cut the horns on me and yeah. screw it down and stuff like that. And it was a mounting kit. <laughs> I knew which, that little giggle. That little giggle which, says it all, which, Dad. Which yep, actually came in handy later on in yep. life when I was married. But still does. Uh, and uh, it, but I I thought, man, that would have been perfect on a, a you know for the old jackalope. You know. Anyway, we'll talk about some of those uh, things that we actually learned. Ten things that people say they learned embarrassingly late in life. Oh snap! Back, Old Dominion, 
Hey, I wanted to talk about this right now just because I know that there are school bus drivers out there and uh, kids that are doing stuff and going to school and riding their school bus. You know, I don't know. This is something. Look, I, I would. I am way better off not being in the education system. But right you now. were at one time. But I was, and uh, and I told you about. I think I've told you about that little instance. Uh, you know, the only time I ever got called into the district office. Um, was uh, when I smacked a kid uh, upside the head. <laughs> For what? I don't remember this. Pushing the wheel- wheelchair out from underneath me while I was trying to fix the TV in the classroom. Oh, boy. And I told him over and over again, I said, don't knock it off, knock it off. His name was Alberto. Uh, uh, Albert, Alberto. Uh, and uh, not that it matters anymore now, because this was years ago. What, 15 years ago, something like that. And uh, and I said, knock it off. And I was up there trying to, and I was just standing on the chair that wheels around, the one I sit on. And then he just kept going up and pushing it a little bit. And I, I was all my, <laughs> so I reached down and I, and I, and I, and I with my open hand, just kind of s- smacked him upside the head, like, knock it off, Alberta, you know, like, and uh, oh my gosh, you should have seen that. <gasps> Oh, did, you, did you get in trouble? Everybody. With the parents? Oh, no, the parents never called me. They're probably like, "What about this was the principal?" Oh yeah, they and they told and he says, "Yeah, you got to go to the district, and we we got to mark it down, and we got to." So you did know. you have to go to the district? I did. I went to the district, and they had to tell me. Anyway, well, and and look, they were really cool about it because they're really they're like, uh, "Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing," <laughs> and, <laughs> and they. And they were, you know, but they're like, but we have to officially meet with you just so we can have it on record, and and we have to just do this. But yeah, the kid had it coming. I mean, you because I warned him several times, but then it was like the kids were all freaking out, like you, you know, a kid can put a, an adult in danger, but as soon as you touch or lay a finger on uh, someone. You're like, oh, you're a bad person. Anyway, it was one of those uh, situations where when I saw this story come up, I could totally see myself doing this as a bus driver. And and re- remind me, if I ever think about becoming a bus driver, uh, that this Dave, is something I do. you don't want to do that. So this, uh, it was a Colorado school bus driver uh, now facing 30 child abuse charges for uh, slamming on the brakes of the bus to teach the kids a lesson about staying in their seats. You guys need to be in your seats. You guys want to see how dangerous that is? (laughs) (laughs) That's why you need to be in your seats. You all right? They have to sit in their seats. They would not get bounced around if they didn't stay in their seats. So I'm sorry if she got hurt and I'm a substitute driver. And the driver that normally doesn't does not have any control on these kids. I was coming to a stop, and I hit the brakes hard. They were not listening. (laughs) He said he he quickly stopped the bus and had an interaction with a parent whose child was bleeding on the cheek from the abrupt stop. He faces 30 misdemeanor counts of child abuse. One of the charges carries a maximum sentence of 364 days in jail. Now, I'm telling you, again, I would be, because you do, you get to your wits end. And I know people. Absolutely. We were, I was at a a church practice and we were in the main, you know, we were in the main worship area, the chapel. Yeah. And we're all. (laughs) Sailing. 
<laughs> you say it like how you say brass. <laughs> we were in the chapel. <laughs> this is kind of in my other life, but... <laughs> you can say chapel, Deb. This kid was just... He was behind us, and he was just kicking the shiz out of the pew. Uh-huh. And I said, Andrew, knock it off. Like, ten times. Right, right. So right in the middle... There is beauty all around. <laughs> I picked that and then you're... kid up by both shoulders and carried us, carried him down and out through the doors uh, with his feet off the ground. <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, uh, so you mad. do. You yeah. just you just get to your wits, and I'm like, ah, because you, these kids they don't give a crap what the bus driver. And this was a substitute bus driver as well. On top of that. So they're like, we're just going to run around, you know, and I'm like, he sounds like he's told them a hundred times to sit down like they're supposed to. Now, probably not the right way to handle it. You know, he probably should have pulled the bus over, you know, and then walked back and said, everybody gets in their seat or we're not going anywhere. You know, I don't know. You should have just parked the wheelchair and said, now, Alberto, please, no more of that. Yeah. With our indoor voice. (laughs) I'm, now, Alberto, I'm going to use my indoor voice. So I hope you all listen. The wheels on the bus go. <laughs> it's time to announce our instant cast song of the day. Uh, we are going to give you a chance to win $1,000. We're writing out checks left and right. Well, I'm not, but the boss is. And uh, he is happy to do it because uh, we are giving away this thousand dollars a day to our live, our, our local listeners here. We hope you're live, <laughs> but uh, our local listeners. This is not a national contest, and it's not now time to announce our instant cash song of the day. This is the song you listen for: uh, "Tennessee Orange" by Megan Maroney. "Tennessee Orange" is the song you're going to hear it this hour. 10 a.m. hour, 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. hours. Each time it's worth $250 in cash. The number to call is 801-570-5767 when you hear it. There it is. The instant cast song of the day is... Tennessee Orange by Megan Maroney. Kids, sit down. If you're on the bus right now, sit down. The wheels on the bus go... Let's check in. (laughs) find out i should laugh at that because i've got hurt but i'm just like it's funny yeah but kids you need to sit down when when the bus driver tells you to sit down down. otherwise you're gonna somebody's gonna slam on the brakes (laughs) haven't you ever done that in your own family car i've even done it in our own family car who has not brake checked their kids yep absolutely (laughs) you just touch and just slam and it's like well his story varied because he was like fit to be tied with the kids and slammed on the brakes then he said I was coming up on a stop sign. Oh, yeah. I had to stop really fast. <laughs> I, I hit the brake a little too hard. Yeah. Uh, he's like, which, oh, shiz, one of us was bleeding. <laughs> so I had to. I got to cover my butt real quick. Right, right. That's exactly it. Have well, you ever had was, your. He was the substitute, and the regular driver didn't have any control over these kids. Obviously not. Now, have you ever done this with your kids when they're arguing and fighting and you slam on and just to stop them, just like as a distraction? You're like, you just do a little brake check and they're like, what were we arguing about? Yeah. It totally gets them distracted. All right. It's like a dog. Yeah. You just have to redirect their Squirrel. Yep. Remember when teaching used to be fun? <laughs> 
Remember, I remember a time that I could take, I took a kid out uh, by his ear out of the class. This wasn't in the school system. This was at church. And I was teaching a Sunday school class or something. I don't know what it was. And, uh, and, 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 and he knows who, he, in fact, he might even listen. I'll leave. Should I just sell him out? Sure. Uh, Kevin Cox. Reed Cox, who passed away, yes, my friend. His kid. His kid. And uh, somebody who possibly might listen uh, knows Kevin. Kevin's a great, great dude. Um, but uh, he was like, and I'm like, D- I, and you give him warning. And, and then it's like, okay, so I just it took him by the ear and I twisted his ear a little bit. And you know how people, you, re- you react when your ear's twisted. Oh, yeah, it hurts. I mean, you follow along. And I took him out. Now, and nothing ever happened. You know, I mean, his dad was like, yeah, I probably deserved it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, it just was uh, one of those times where, uh, and I don't know if he even ever remembers that, but um, it just is just not fun anymore to teach. It used to be really fun when you could twist somebody's ear. The wheels on the bus go. <laughs> Morning, the Z. Your caller, Z. Who is this? Yes, it's Julie. <laughs> Julie. Now you're chuckling as almost as if this is you have won multiple times. No. Oh. No, I, I'm just at work. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Now shout out to your work. Shout out to Premier Track Group. See all my girls. Hey, and you can tell just, them you're going home. Yeah, today. tell them you're just calling in rich. <laughs> okay, I sure will. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks in your bank account. How's that? That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Just yeah, keep absolutely. winning, all right? The same song's going to play 10, 1, and 4 those hours today. $1,000 going out the door. You guys are so awesome. Thanks, David. I appreciate no. it. My gosh, you are. And thanks for tuning in. Uh, and you know, it's kind of fun because uh, you're not competing with anybody across the country. And that's what we love about this is we uh, pay people to listen. <laughs> so, who gives out the most cash? LZ104, Dave and Deb, thanks so much. More when that comes from. It's our uh, Christmas bonus, but we're happy to go ahead <laughs> and pass care. that on to you. Yeah. It's Justin Moore, Priscilla Block, together on that one. Don't forget, Priscilla Block is also uh, going to be one of the uh, performing artists for Country Fan Fest, and that's going to be uh, just amazing coming through um, July 26th through the 29th out there at the Desert Peak Complex. In Tooele County, countryfanfest.com. Telephone? Telephone! Yeah, that was the phone. You guys sound like you're ready for a show. The phone rang? You're not supposed to have your phone on. It's always ringing. Today is National Telephone Day. And I'm Alexander Graham Bell, inventor of the telephone. See, that's the problem. You're always on that stupid phone. You're always on the phone. Hey, happy National Telephone Day. Call me, call me, call me. Call me. Bye. Showtime. I don't know if Matthew Perry is going to be uh, doing a little one ringy-dingy, two ringy-dingy call to Keanu Reeves uh, anytime soon. He says he'll remove next negative comments about Keanu Reeves from future editions of his memoir. In other bad news, there are future editions of Matthew Perry's memoir. (laughs) Hey, they are uh, saying, according to a report, Prince Harry won't sit with the British royal family at King Charles' upcoming coronation. Wanted to say carnation. (laughs) Coronation. Uh, the closest that there uh, he'll be able to get is uh, from a bench in Scotland somewhere, and he'll be able to view it there. That's just a glaring kind of a thing. Why uh, isn't that something? Why, Come on, is it him or is it them? Why can't they just sit together? Right. Can't I'm we guessing. We all just get along. 
I'm guessing it would... Uh, I know, it's just me, but I'm just total guess in the dark that it's them. You think it's Harry? I think it's... No. You think it's the royal family? Yeah, I do. I don't think it's good for our image. I don't know. How, who knows? Don Lemon... Would you call on that? Uh, would you call up like... Uh, yeah, the sure. Uh, yeah. And maybe yeah, let follow... Me, let me call Buckingham Palace <laughs> and see if I can get that figured out. I thought out. you had them in your cell phone. No. No. <laughs> Hey, Don Lemon has been fired from CNN, and I hear there's an opening at Fox News, so he might want to check that, that out as well. That was crazy yesterday. Isn't that something? Uh, Don Lemon from CNN and Tucker Carlson from Fox. From Fox? You know, I, and the, I just thought, what if they trade places? Yeah. But I don't see that ever happening. What's next? Dave and Deb from Z104? Yeah. I uh, hope not. Ten things people say that they learned embarrassingly late in life. Uh, you know, like everybody has that something that they figured out, you know, years and years later. I'm trying to think of an example that I learned. But, I mean, just within the last few years, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that that was, you know, that way. Like your neighbors across the street growing up, that, uh, you know, were partners, not just good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i okay call me naive but yeah there were uh partner there were there were lady and i'm like huh, well that's nice they're just friends and they bought a house together and they're just you know i so i just uh thought that was the way it was and uh there's this thread online where people are sharing these things that they learned embarrassingly like for instance that uh the porta potty doesn't somehow know when someone's inside the Some sign. Some of these, I'm like, really? You actually thought that? Like, how is it going to know? Right. You flip that little thing, and it says occupied or red or That's whatever. That's it. It's it's one of those things. It it's not doesn't have a battery operated electronic sign that says occupied on it. You just uh, flip it. Uh, the whole milk is usually only around three percent. Three percent fat. Yeah, I always thought it was one hundred percent. And when I saw reduced as being 2%, I thought, why wouldn't they do 50% or somewhere in the middle? <laughs> you thought it was heavy cream? Heavy whipped? I, did. I thought. I didn't know. I didn't know what the percent was. I was like, whoa, whole milk? Yeah. That's going to be so creamy and delicious. Right. But it's only 1% more than 2%. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. There's low fat. There's 1%. There's 2%. I, yeah. yeah. And... Once you have whole, and this is bad, uh, and I shouldn't, well, I don't know if it's bad or not. I think that with the right, look, look how many farmers, they didn't drink skim milk back in the day, the pioneers. They're like milking, they're drinking whole milk, they're eating butter, they're doing all this real organic stuff. Look at how healthy the uh, Amish people are. And when you have whole milk on cereal, there's no going back. It's a game changer. Uh, well, you, you just, because it's 3%. I know. It's a whole percent more than 2%. But it makes a difference. You can tell. like, If I pour skim milk on cereal versus maybe not you because I know well, you I don't Well, I do buy like, the extra creamy oat milk. Okay. Yeah. But, it, I mean, my gosh, there is something to be said about whole milk. It's so delicious. And I love milk. It just doesn't like me. Now let's talk about jackalopes. Jackalopes, uh, this is something I learned too late in life, or very late in life. Jackalopes are mythical creatures, or that narwhals are real animals. Or that snipes? Yes. <laughs> when you go out snipe hunting? 
someone thought that pre Madonna was pre Madonna, not pr- <laughs> not prima Donna. It was pre Madonna. Things that came before the singer. Now that's Madonna. what I would think. Like before 1985 or whatever, and after 19. Oh, she's such a pre Madonna. <laughs> but no, uh, it is. Uh, meaning the person was starting to behave like Madonna, like they're pre-Madonna now, they'll eventually go they'll full, full Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> She's gone full Madonna. Oh, man. Watch out. <laughs> Other misconceptions, like someone didn't realize people were saying a coma and thought uh, people could fall into a coma. As one word. As one word. And another person didn't realize that the word was euthanasia and thought that people were youth in Asia. And I, this is no lie. Had this happen at a beauty pageant I was filming, I was doing a TV thing at the time, and I filmed, uh, we produced this little uh, local pageant that was going on, and they they asked that question, how do you feel about euthanasia? And uh, the, the girl... Like, I love the, the gir- Japanese. Yeah, the little girl, the girl goes, oh, I think that they, um, you know, I think they're darling. I think that the, I mean... I just would love to be involved with the youth in Asia. And I mean, like, and and the parents came to me later and they said, take that out of the TV thing. Edit it before you? you air it. Nope. And you no, I didn't. And so. Now, Dave, thought, what if that was Tara? I, I would have taken it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now, weird. Uh, maybe you can blame this one on Grey's Anatomy. Someone thought Mick Jagger's name was Mick Jagger, like Mick Jagger. McDonald's. Yeah, Mick yeah. Jagger. They really should team up with Mick Jagger and yeah. do, uh, do a Mick Jagger burger. The Mick Jagger. Uh, that's uh, now uh, that when you're an adult, you don't need to buy shoes that are a little loose so you can grow into them. If you get taller, um, it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we all had that mom or dad that said, "Well, we got to buy this two sizes, or otherwise he'll just be out of them in a week." Right? Or she will. Yep. Uh, the pineapple pineapples grow on the ground; they do not grow in a tree. I knew that because kids from my high school back in the day would go to uh, Hawaii for the summer. And pick pineapples. And you saw them picking them off the ground. Yeah. Yep. And it's really cool to see them. Did you ever go to the pineapple plantation over there in Hawaii? I didn't. Oh, my nope, gosh. It's way cool. Uh, now, someone said also, I didn't know that pickles were made from cucumbers until I was 24 and in the middle of getting my bachelor's degree. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll be darned. The things we learn. Uh, one person said while watching Game of Thrones... I asked my husband's my husband when when did <laughs> drag- yeah unless you're in a plural marriage uh, when did my when did dragons go extinct while watching Game of Thrones I asked my husband when dragons went extinct he had to pause the show for that one and explain to me that dragons aren't real <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious oh my gosh don't say my name but when I was first dating my first honey which was ten years ago. I was doing the dinner, and he asked why I wasn't using the dishwasher. I had to tell him very embarrassingly I didn't know how to use the dishwasher. I was 44 at the time, but I didn't grow up with I didn't grow up with a dishwasher. No, I didn't either. I didn't have one till I was uh-uh. married for like 20 years. However, I don't know if I I would still have to have Linda show me how to use the dishwasher. I could probably figure it out if I pissed around with it enough, but. <laughs> uh, 
or messed <laughs> messed around with them enough. But but still, it's bad. Uh, I mean, I. I I will admit now, but I won't. I'm not going to come out and say I can't figure it out. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Figure it out. Uh, Some of the other things that people still haven't learned late in life, that pajama pants are are not meant to be worn outdoors. Yes, they are. It's fine. Christmas lights should come down by March. And doesn't say anything about Christmas trees. Still up? Doesn't say anything about Christmas trees. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that uh, adults don't collect action figures. The people that still haven't learned late in life that dogs hate sweaters. Oh, they're fine with them. No. They're fine with them. That weather is a terrible conversation starter. Um, don't try to kill a roach with hairspray and a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and the top thing that people still haven't learned late in life, use your blinker when you're making a turn. There it is. Did you? What did you say about narwhals? Uh, that they're real. They are real. Um, we. They're they're real. What's a narwhal then? It's a whale, and it has a long tooth with a horn. They live in the Arctic. You're full of crap. <laughs> I'm not. Look it up. You're full of crap. No, think... they're real. Well, look up a snipe. It says they are mysterious, elusive animals and have been the beginnings of legends about mythical unicorns of the Arctic seas. A lot of people still don't realize that narwhals are a real living animal. Maybe that was the thing. That people it. didn't realize they actually are real. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they're, they're real little dudes. Uh, this is due to the fact they are often spoken as spoken of as a mythical creature, and so much is still unknown about narwhals. So they are real. You mean unicorns? You mean old. unicorns aren't real? No, but narwhals are. I'm devastated. I thought unicorns were real. Ba-dum-bum. Morgan Wallen, one thing at a time. And uh, it looks like few people might be upset because they said, hey, Morgan Wallen canceled his show at the last minute. Uh, and, you know, we never know the circumstances, but uh, he came out and said this. Ladies and gentlemen, well, this is what the announcer said. Uh, ladies, say hey, say it in the uh, announcer voice. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, Morgan has lost his voice and is unable to perform tonight. Therefore, tonight's show has been canceled. Please make your way safely to the stadium exits. Now, about the same time, Morgan also apologized on his Instagram. Uh, he said, after last night's show, I started losing my voice, so I spent the day resting up. Talking to my doctor, working through my vocal exercises, trying to get better. He said, I really thought I'd be able to take the stage. It kills me to deliver this so close to stage time because Hardy, Nate Smith, and Ernest had already performed. They were that deep into the show. Yeah. Uh, he said, all tickets will be refunded. I'm so sorry. I promise you guys I tried everything. Now, we have the audio of that uh, for him talking about it. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see how many people would go, what? Upset. You have the audio of him announcing it? He says he's lost his voice, but you have the audio? Uh, Upset fans lit up the internet. One said he should have said earlier that he wasn't going to sing. And somebody else said, what about the dog sitter, hotel, paid time off, and gas money we took to come to this show? Uh, One person even suing him over this. Come on. Uh, I had a friend, they were talking about this, and then they texted back. He was intoxicated. It wasn't Everybody's going to have their own story. It wasn't an illness, but I, I don't have any 
thing that says that other than he lost his voice. And who all performed again? Hardy and... Uh... Nate Smith and Ernest. Okay. I mean, look, that's a good show. That's a good show right, right there. there. And they're still going to get a refund. Yeah. Because we have uh, all of them coming uh, to Country Fan Fest, uh, except for Morgan Wallen. But I'm just saying, it's it's, I mean... And it would be, look, I don't take it away. It would be disappointing. Think about you. I, I try to put myself in their position. Yeah. And I mean, it would be kind of disappointing to to go, ah, you know, I would, uh, it would be kind of like having, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake open for uh, The Temptations. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I'm like, man, I was waiting. Come on. I was waiting. No, I... It just is, um, it is what it is. And uh, he, what did he say? He says, uh, you get a refund? Yeah, a full refund. I mean, you still got a great show, plus you get a refund, and you're, you'll be able to come back again, and uh, I'm sure he'll make good on coming back. I think he's refunding that show because those artists performed, but maybe he'll make do a make good in Oxford, Mississippi yeah. at some point. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, but look, and it's just, hey. It's just one more night out. Yeah. Get another babysitter and one more night out. It's Luke Combs and Love You Anyway, his latest here on the Z. Man, good stuff. Uh, Always playing the new music first right here. You can always count on that. Uh, We're like a year and a half ahead of any of the other radio stations (laughs) when we play the music. You know what's cool about our radio station? Can I just brag a little bit? First of all, I want to brag on Deb. She's an oh, amazing. Don't brag on me. No, please. It's no, the really. management that lets us do it. No, uh, well, the management does give us a lot of leeway, and and they, uh, which I absolutely love. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on the air uh, at all uh, anywhere else. I've worked at many a radio station, and uh, I would have been kicked off a long time ago. Um, however, uh, the amazing program director, she does a great job with the music. She knows Aww, her crap. That's so nice of you. Um, I truly mean that. And uh, and when we play stuff, uh, you know, you other stations, they're big uh, group people, and they they have to. They're like puppets. They have to kind of do. And I know I'm probably saying too much. Here's the playlist. Yeah, kind of, but they but they have to kind of do their Here's thing, the you know. Playlist from Cincinnati, and it really kind of sets us apart. Uh, we're locally owned and operated, and have been for uh, a thousand years. <laughs> and and Deb Deb was here I've at the been beginning here the whole time. So it was, it was nice to nice to have you here. One of the originals, still around. Hey, uh, do you like lingerie? Uh sometimes. Do you? Yeah. When was the last time you did a little lingerie oh and and what was it and again i'm not trying to get creepy i'm just trying to i'm I'm not trying honestly i don't remember the last time so it's been a minute yes so before i was pregnant i i was kind of like feeling myself one day and i bought lingerie like the you know fishnets and then i kind of sidled up to the mirror and i checked myself out and i was like oh this isn't for everybody. Okay. My fishnets looked like they'd caught an actual fish. It was, it was pretty confusing. Uh, comedian Amy Schumer. Oh, my gosh, she's uh, funny. And uh, it does make you stop and think, is lingerie all it's uh, cracked up to be? Uh, I, this is, this is kind of how our conclusion is in our marriage. And... Um, we, it's not going to be on long enough. That's for, exactly for, it. For what it costs. That's exactly it. Yeah, we sort of look at it like, you why is this going to be? 
Why is this going to be a thing? Because it could be a little mood setter, though. It could be. There's no mistake in the message of what that person would like I mean, to happen. Right. And especially if you wear it all day long, even when you go to Walmart and stuff, and then, and then, then when you come home, you're like, "Honey, I noticed you've been wearing lingerie all day. Uh, is there a message that I should be catching on here, or a hint?" <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, something that isn't for everyone. Uh, you want to chime in on that? Update, All right, thank you. Do a crossword puzzle in the bathroom every single day. Keeps you young. Yep. Dave's you like, do. What are you Dave, about? No, you okay? do. No, you do. No. <laughs> Dave? Dave? <laughs> He's zoning. He's zoning. No, I was thinking about uh, where my Reader's Digest went <laughs> in the bathroom and my Sears catalog. Yeah. I already had that marked to the lingerie section. No. I don't. Is no, there even don't. a Sears? I mean, like you said, there are Reader's Digest. Yeah, I don't think so. Is that still <laughs> probably online, maybe digitally? But it just uh, it seems like it's one of those things that have gone by the wayside. You know what else has gone by the wayside here? Uh what a, here's a list of some stores that I think most of us grew up with that uh and and it's kind of disappointing to see some of these go. Now Bed Bath Bath and Beyond recently filed for bankruptcy. Uh, making uh, you know it one of the long list of stores uh, that can't keep up with overall uh, shift on to online shopping. Every you know because we all know why it's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, we can't brick and mortar stores are now just dropping it's, it's off rough. left and right. It is rough. Uh, some of the other big name stores that have fallen victim to online shopping and streaming: Toys R Us, Blockbuster, Borders Books, Tower Records. Uh, Pier One Imports. Now, Fry's Electronics. Uh, uh, some of these we had for a very short time, and then they went away. I don't even remember if we had one locally for Fry's Electronics. Uh, there was one in Riverdale. Was there? Yeah. Uh, Steinmart. Uh, Barney's. Now, what's what was Barney's? Barney's is kind of a, isn't that kind of a high-end men's suit place? Oh, well, sorry. I don't even was It everything, sounds familiar, but. Was everything purple? <laughs> Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Dress Barn is in there. Uh, now, look at this. Payless Shoes. Remember the, the old Payless Shoes? We did the Payless Shoes while the kids were, you know, kind of yeah, doing their thing. It's a money saver. It, it is. However, I did realize after a while that you can go through three pairs of Payless Shoes in uh, if you just bought one good quality pair of shoes. Yeah. However, if the kids are growing like seeds within you. Oh uh, then they are <laughs> then they then maybe the payless thing might be the thing because you know by the time they you know the They're quality not in them that long no uh how about uh baby baby i guess that's how you say it b b b e b e oh is then, that the the they sold barrettes and hair i think so stuff and then uh radio shack Good old Radio Good Shack. Good old Radio Shack. I uh, used to love to go in there I did too. and look Shack. at everything. I thought they had the, I thought this was the Elon Musk of our time. Yeah, I just thought Radio Shack was the greatest. I mean, walkie talkies. Yes. You know, whatever any you could possibly. Any cable you'd need for any manner of connection. Oh, even if and you they, were. And they were, some were gold plated. Yeah. And, and my gosh, if you were in there. I remember if you were like trying to build your own transistor radio or something, then you could go 
in and buy one little funky little part, and it was stuck up on the shelf. You know, it was they were the coolest things. I think I actually bought a kit there for one and made to, built, to build built a see through radio. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, no more fun for us. <laughs> Out of business. They've all gone away, <laughs> away, away. However, we do have our morning shout outs. It's still in place, and that's what we're heading to now. Morning shout outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. Happy birthday to uh, Tyler Bunker. It's happy, birthday happy birthday. Uh, I'd like to wish my wonderful husband, Jerry Benj, a happy birthday today. Love from Julie. Happy birthday. Uh, this is from our very own Big Al. Uh, he said, could you give a big shout out to Kenworth Sales Company today? We're celebrating our 100th anniversary today. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Hey, Al, uh, could you bring me a piece of cake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelle Adams, let's be honest. I want to shout out to my wife, April Adams, who just this morning passed her motorcycle written test. I love you, babe. Oh, so she's the one with the chains then. I don't, I don't know. She's got a chain on her wallet. Maybe they both have a motorcycle license, Dave. Well, but you know, really, in a lesbian relationship, one's the, <laughs> one's the man and one's the Not woman. Not necessarily, Dave. <laughs> stereotype but not necessarily she had her harley davidson boots on <laughs> oh my god but good for you good for you <laughs> yeah good job yeah that was probably nerve-wracking shout out to my son for his birthday marcos is eight shout out to all night shift nurses heading home may we all have a safe commute yes uh shout out to glenn brandon happy birthday we love you from your favorite financial burden uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to like sort it. through the shout out. Somebody's talking about Mervyn's and lingerie. And uh, Natalie Philby, shout out to the emergency vet last night. Five and a half hours and two hundred fifty dollars to find out that Timber has a cold. Are I you feel your me? pain, Timber. Uh, come and have a nap with me later. Uh, hey, you better go to the vet today. I know. Deb. I already know what I have. I already went to the vet yesterday. Yeah. So I can't afford to go back today. They'll give you your shots. That's a biscuit. Got four shots yesterday. Oh it yeah, was pricey. Yeah, I bet. Uh, hoping the meds heal Timber quickly. Thank you for that. Uh, who is this? Uh, this is Justin from Magnet. Hello. What, what's Hello. your shout out, dude? Yeah, uh, I just got a shout out to the twins. They just look just as good as when the doctor put them in. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> we're so happy for you. <laughs> oh my God, I know. So fluffy. Yeah, uh, I know. Well, we hope you get a little squishy tonight. All right. I'm going to try, bud, you know. All right, man. Do Thanks a lot. Okay, love you, bud. Hey, we don't even know your wife's name. Oh, uh, it's uh, Callie. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Callie. All right. Thanks. Going back okay. to Callie. That's right. <laughs> Morning. Happy, oh. Happy ninth anniversary to my husband, Daniel. Morning, the Z. Shout outs. Who is this? Oh, you know who this is. Bonnie, what's your shout out? <laughs> my shout out is to my girlfriend, Sue, from MAT Beauty you. Did you get a new haircut, Bonnie? <laughs> did, you, did you? No, I'm thinking about getting my hair done for our anniversary, our 27th anniversary. Well, but that's cool. Now, congr- first of all, congratulations. Yeah, watch out for 28. It'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people. Some people. Now, uh, now also, Bonnie. Uh, shout, out, shout, shout out to you and Deb, too, and I love you guys uh, so much. Thanks, Bonnie. You're the best. Thanks we so love much. You back. All right, and good luck with okay. your hair. 
Shout out okay, to uh, Shaylee Joan. Hope you have a great day at preschool from Ashley Goddard. Uh, April and Michelle say uh, we both have chains <laughs> and we both ride the motorcycles. There you go. All right. Shout out to Dave, Deb, and Lee, the best morning show in the business. My favorite mind-numbing blather in the morning from Stacy Breeze. Pretty Thank much. You, that's Stacy. Good way to explain it. And uh, birthdays: Debbie Nackos, Carrie Bird, James Waldorf, Tammy She, Phil Cast. Uh, it's Amber. It's our very own Amber uh, here at the Z. Hardle. Uh, it's her birthday today. Oh, very cool. Happy, happy birthday to you from us. Who Jeff is this? Maxfield, Mike Evans, Joe Street, Deanna Taylor, a, uh, Nicole Romney, Lynn Anderson, and anybody else having a birthday today? Happy Lynn birthday. Anderson. Isn't Not she that dead? Lynn. This is Lynn with one N. Okay. Yeah. Morning. Who is this? Hello? Too late. And one more phone call. Who is this? Ashlyn. What's your shout out? I want to say happy anniversary to my husband. And his name? Curtis. Is it today in how many years? Yep, it's today in three. Three years? Nice That's job. It. You're barely That's breaking it in. <laughs> uh, what is one thing, though, that you guys, uh, uh, can you? are you guys just in, in bliss, honeymoon bliss still? No. Nope, we're raising four kids, and it's tough. Oh, that's tough. That is. Yep. Way to go. Good on you. And congratulations. Thanks for tuning in. Happy anniversary. Jelly Roll and need a favor. Again, uh, just a quick little reminder, he will be shooting through the area uh, September 2nd. He'll be squeezing his way through just like jelly on a roll. Jelly roll. <laughs> it's eight sixteen. We're squeezing our way through our morning commute, Lee. Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, what is the perfect length of a nap. Uh, NASA put this thing together, uh, this little survey, and we're going to find out what is the per. To you, just to throw it out as a little brain teaser, to you and Lee, what is the length of a perfect nap? Three hours. What? A short three-hour nap? <laughs> three-hour nap. nap. I woke up and I didn't know where I was because it was three hours later. I drooled at my face. With biscuits standing there. And Scout tore up the couch. <laughs> with Bear pooping and peeing all over the place. No, no they can go out while I'm asleep. It's all right. fine. Well, well, a, th- I think a good nap, if you can get a good solid... 30 minutes. Okay. And you don't think that's too much? Do you ever wake up too groggy? Yeah, when you have a three-hour nap. Yeah, right? It's fine. My I can get gosh. right back to bed and go to sleep. You kill me. You kill me. I can't nap for anything. I can't even nap. Like, I'll maybe accidentally doze off, or, and then I'll wake up two minutes later and like, well, that didn't work. I'm planning one today. Yeah. Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku Bikes and Scooters, which you can actually put inside the back of your truck bed. Uh, that is the name of the song we're covering this morning. Hardy just went number one with Wait in the Truck with Lainey Wilson. And uh, they're moving on quickly to a new single called Truck Bed from the album The Mockingbird and the Crow. Uh, this is like I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed. 
So uh, truck, yeah, uh, truck, yeah. So let us know what you think. Text us eight zero one five seven zero five seven six seven. Somebody's going to win a pair of tickets to see the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band July twelfth at the Kenley Amphitheater in Layton with the Davis Arts Council. Uh, you can also call and weigh in just for fun. Uh, same number that you would text in uh, too. We could always do that. However, we have a little bit of a, a slight bit of a a thing here, Deb. What do we have? It has Dave? explicit next to it. And I am trying to find <laughs> a copy <laughs> of, do you want to look up the lyrics real quick? And then we'll just, uh, uh, we'll go ahead and play it. And then you can tell me uh, the, how I can edit on the fly well, there's here. A, there's a clean version too. Um, of, hmm, all right. Let me, f- this is interesting because this just popped up on me here. So, um, let me uh let me go ahead and do you have the uh the correct title on the way it would be with the clean version? Yeah, it's see just if I truck can't find bed without it. an e by it. It's hmm. Um well anyway, <laughs> is it is it a bad 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 or <laughs> is it know, uh David. you don't know? I don't know. Uh Oh, this is interesting. I... We might have to pause here for a moment well because i i guess we could i'll I'll try to edit it the best i can so anyway here you go all right here we go we'll try this we'll probably be kicked off the air here i woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning with a bone dry bottle of jack i was pouring damn she got some nerve when she kicked me to the curb guess you could say i got what i deserve as i woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning she said don't come home if you go to the bar so i said okay baby
That's it right there for you. Good the job, clean, David. The clean, <laughs> with a little help from the lyrical uh, promptings over there, but we appreciate y'all. Some listeners saying, nice job with the edit, and others are saying, it would have been better with the edit. <laughs> <laughs> with the word, you mean? Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's the song right. for Dump It or Dig It. It is hearty, and it's called Truck Bed, obviously. And what do you think about it? Uh that's a trucking song, Adrian Smith. Uh, great edit, David. Jesse Hershey. From the start of the song, I hated it. Dump it. One part of the Lesbianist Girls, April Adams. Uh, <laughs> Delane Modal says, uh, dig it, love it. Brenda says, dump it. Just turned on the radio, so I'm not sure if this is dump it or dig it. But either way, dump it. Nick Waters says, dump it. Scott Edwards says, sucks. Dump it. Uh, good job, Dave. Uh, oh, my. Double dump. Love it, dig it. Uh, it has a fun beat. I'll give it a dig exclamation. I was waiting for something hardcore, uh, but with Dave's masterful editing skills, it was well, hardcore. The, but, just barely uh, caught the F part of it. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Gilbert says, dig it at Shannon World. Love Hardy, dig it. Uh, what in the hell is this? If this is the way country music is going, I'm out. Definite dump. Sounds like he wants to grow up and be a rapper. Dump it. Yikes, this is awful. Sorry, dump it. Garrett K says dump it. Colette Ziegler says dump it. Uh, this one was hard. I'm going to have to say dump it. Great song. Love Hardy. Dig it. Been listening to this one for a while. Zach Price. What a stupid song. Steve Keener. Uh, Jennifer Dean says dump it. Uh, I'm obsessed with this song. Kelsey Austin. Uh, Jerry Bench says dig it. It's my birthday. Corey Jensen, you don't even need to play it. Uh, it's a big dump. Uh, dig it. Been listening to this song for a few weeks. Uh, dump it. Mike Corey says uh, it says the F word. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Tanya Chavez says dig it. Melissa Atwood says dig it. Bronte Houghton, dig it. Yeah, Andrea Steele, dig it. Uh, dump it. It's terrible. Been jamming on this for months. Absolutely dig it. Hardy is a bad mother effer. Uh, Haley, I love it. So upbeat. Not very country, but good. Double dig, definitely a dig. I love Hardy. I love this song. Dig it, Amanda Husted. Got a few calls coming in. Let's grab those. Who is this? It's Jeff. What do you think, man? Uh, dig it. All right, cool. Thanks. All right. Yeah, love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. Dump it or dig it. Oh my God! You know, I thought I was listening to Cable ninety three. Oh that's gosh. a track. That's a track <laughs> they listen to. Money. My Lord, you know, or maybe the Arrow. But no, not the not Z one oh four. Okay. Boy, uh, boy, maybe, boy. Maybe K U E R. Or K B Y U. K L O. K M T I and Manti. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks, Bonnie. Love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. Dump it or dig it. Ah, hardcore dump with the other ninety percent. All right. What's your name? Tyler. All right, thank. Did you catch the hint of what yeah. what he's trying to tell you there, yeah. Deb? Uh, I we'll s- let's see. Uh, I oh, let's see. Uh, better without the edit. Dump it. Uh, was this the Nirvana? Did you say? Uh, did you say this was the Nirvana version? He has one with Nirvana on it. Of truck bed? Yeah. Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, weird. Uh, anyway, so for one thing, Kurt Cobain is dead. But uh, it says and Nirvana. Yes, he could have mixed it in there. Uh, still a Radio Shack in Layton. Uh, dig it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say. What am I going to say here? Well, along with the other ninety percent. I don't. It wasn't ninety. No, it maybe wasn't. Maybe forty, sixty. Yeah. Thirty, seventy. 
Uh, Was it that bad? I'm going to say 40-60. All right. Um, Now, Hardy, by the way, coming through. Now, we don't know if that's going to be on his little playlist or not, uh, but he is uh, coming through here uh, for Country Fan Fest uh, the end of July in Tooele. Ready? Ready. Candace James. Candace James, you are the winner. You have two tickets for Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Uh, they'll be here July 12th at the Kenley Amp in Layton with the Davis Arts Council. I will text you. We'll get these tickets to you. and We'll have another Dump It or Dig It tomorrow morning, 820, right here on Z104. Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku Bikes and Scooters. Baku kicking off their Mother's Day sale. And they would love you to stop by their website and check it out and uh, just get everything ready for mom and the family. Uh, from now until Mother's Day, you'll be able to get $300 off uh, any bike plus a free gear package at Baku.com. Or com, B-A-K-C-O-U.com. Baku. If he ever singles you up. Uh, if he ever singles you up, then take a nap. Absolutely take a nap. Uh, take a short four-hour nap, and everything will be fine. <laughs> well, the people of NASA are using their time to research something important, way more important than the moon or Jupiter or the asteroid that's going to crash into Earth, and only Ben Affleck can stop it. <laughs> now, NASA decided to study how long our naps should be. And they found the perfect length for a nap is... 26 minutes. That's pretty close. Lee was saying Not somewhere around... Yeah. 26. Yeah, you were uh, taking a short... Uh, I mean, the joke around our house is I'm just going to go take a short four-hour nap. Yeah. But uh, it's been, you know... Uh, well, it's not necessarily a joke. I mean, our youngest, Trey, he can sleep all day and then still do a nap and then sleep yeah, again. Uh, you know, it's just amazing. Now, uh, when you nap for 26 minutes, you'll be 54% more alert... And 34% better at whatever you do next, if you know what I mean. Oh, dang. <laughs> Linda, like, let me take this brief nap first. <laughs> you know what that means. Let me sleep for 26 minutes. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, and then I will suddenly wake up. Now, here's why. Tw- 26 minutes, you're only going through the first two stages of sleep, but you're not entering the others. Those can make you feel groggy or even feel worse after when you wake up from the nap. See, Deb, you've entered now into the listen, groggy zone. Listen, I'm good with a three-hour nap. I may be a little groggy when I wake up, but I get up. I'm fine. It feels delicious. And, and you can, can still go to bed. And I can still go to bed when I need to. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Now, what, yeah. About, if, what about if it was late? Let's just say, for instance, you you kind of hit a wall. You came in from doing yard work, uh, or whatever, and then you t- you fell asleep at five o'clock, and you took a short three hour nap. You woke up at eight o'clock. The lights it's already dark, and I then just you're... walk into the bed and go to bed for the night. But if you were to stay, all right, let them. You wouldn't get a second wind. Let me back up no. a little bit then. Oh. Let me back it up and make it more All realistic. Right. Okay. Let's go 3 o'clock. Okay. You just slept 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock, and then you're like, oh, my gosh. I'd probably wake up, have a little Eat. bit of a dinner, yeah, I know you... and go to bed at 8 or 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Without medication. Because Yeah. Without medication. Yeah. Haven't you ever gone to sleep? And you maybe sleep only five hours, and you wake up, you're perky, you're ready to go, 
But then if you sleep six hours, you're all like, uh. Yeah. I, oh, and I do. I think it has to do with when you wake up. If you're in that deep sleep mode, you're just kind of, you feel tired. Which is which are the stages they're talking about. Yeah. You know? And I have that little uh, sleep thing on my watch, you yep. know, that also shows you whatever, you know, uh, and you sleep. And the most depressing part of that is I'll look at it and I'll go, you slept a total of six hours. And I'm like, well, that's cool. And, uh, well, let me just pull it up right now just for the fun of it. Uh, and and uh, it'll tell you what I did last night. Okay. Uh, oh, I had my watch off last night. <laughs> Charging. Okay. <laughs> the night before. <laughs> night before. Here it is. Okay. Uh, which was uh, Sunday into Monday. I slept five hours and 21 minutes, it says. Uh, it said quality is three hours and 26 minutes. Deep sleep, 45 minutes for deep sleep. That's it. That's all you got. My heart rate, 67. Um, and I know that not everything is like 100% accurate, but I'm just saying it gives you an idea. But, I mean, don't we need deep more deep sleep than that, than just 45 minutes? I would think so. You know? Hey, Thomas Red on the Z. Now, uh, Deb, I'm going to put you to the test here. What All album right. is that off of? Uh, Before then? What's it called? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know, and neither. Don't feel bad because uh, Thomas. Yeah, I saw this video yesterday. Thomas, Thomas Rhett's <laughs> wife Lauren didn't even know when she was put to the test. She failed naming all of his albums. Do you know the names of all five of my records? What was the first one called? He goes like this. Mm-hmm. What was the second one called? Unforgettable. No, <laughs> no. What was the name of the album? Uh, um, country again. Sunday. Okay. Okay. There's two. Can you give me a... What about, um... It's okay to say... Centerpoint! Okay, three. Do you know what record is my most recent album? Country again. No. <laughs> where We Started. Wait, what was Do you know one? any of the songs off of Where We Started? If you don't, Wait. it's okay, because the rest of the world doesn't either. <laughs> Wait, Where We Started is your last album? Correct. I thought Side B was your last album. See, see? That's what everybody... Is. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I love... See, and uh, I thought it was before before then, but it's bef- it's where we started. Oh, yeah. Right. And not even uh, his own wife can keep it straight, yeah. too, which, you know... But in her defense, Country, again, is side A. Well, let's see. It's like if I were to quiz my wife about the show or something. I mean, there's things yeah. that she'd just be like, I don't know. Uh, look, I don't even know. Have you ever had this happen when somebody would say, well, what did you guys talk about on the show? Yeah, and I'm like, like, no, I, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. It uh, And it was like, well, it was just barely this morning. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know, but I have no idea what we talked about. Hey, speaking of uh, trying to remember things, uh, we got a little hack for you when you forget somebody's name. And, uh, and I that, can totally and, see you doing this, but laughing, and they would know that you didn't know who they were. <laughs> now, it isn't often, but every now and then we all fall into this thing where we're like, okay, uh, we we feel like we have this brilliant response, right? Now, mine would be, now tell me your last name. That's, that's, and what, then, that's what this is. You know, and then it would be like, oh, yeah. Somebody asked on Reddit, how do I ask this girl I've known for months if her name is Aubrey? Or Audrey. Uh, maybe you could ask someone else who might know her or get sneaky and find something with their name on it. 
But someone provided a great hack for when this situation comes up. You forget someone's name, but you should know it, and you're afraid to ask. So just out of the blue, say, wait, wait, now what's your name again? And and then they'll go, well, Dave, and then you say, well, uh, I know, but I mean your full name. And then they say, oh, uh, Dave Smith, uh, you know, or whatever. And then you, you know, go on and it's like, oh, right, yeah, sorry, sorry, you know. And I, you know, I'll try that with people. Of course, now if they listen, they're going to know what I'm doing. But <laughs> Absolutely they are. You know. Uh, it won't work in every situation, like with relatives or with a friend's spouse, uh, <laughs> because obviously you're going to know their last name. But something like this can be good for saving face and saving other people's feelings yeah it is tough and and i will just apologize i'm horrible with names and you know i am my gosh i barely get somebody on the line and and um, three seconds later i'll be like, oh, what's your name again <laughs> uh, you know playing a contest it, it just goes in one ear and out the other and it doesn't stay long but um that is a good way to say now and even if you forget their whole name you'll say Okay, well, what, now tell me your tell me your name again, and they're like, "Well, you know my name; it's Audrey or whatever." Yeah, but you, the, what's your yeah, but what's your full name? There you go. And then that your, just smooths it right over. It does. It's like, oh, well, then you just forgot my last yeah. name, which is yeah. understandable, you know. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to traffic with what's her name. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I feel know. so loved. I know. <laughs> well, I know it's Lee, but I, you know, I know it's Lee. But what's your full name? Lee West? Lee Ahona. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, Lee Ahona. <laughs> Lee Ahona. To give us some direction this morning. Uh, well, I was driving in my pickup. I was hauling me a load. You guys were saying something funny. Thought I'd drive right off the road. Well, I love the songs you play me. You know, it gets me out the door. You know, I don't believe I've heard great stuff like this before. So I cranked it up in traffic. There was a party in my lane. See, one of I can't remember his wife's name. Nicole. Nicole. Uh, some of the weirdest celebrity couples of all time. Now, this doesn't mean that they were married or anything. Uh, this is just uh, couples. Chelsea Handler and 50 Cent. This was done by BuzzFeed.com. That is weird. I didn't even know they dated. Uh, dated for two months back in 2010. Uh, now, here's a, these are just ones that you would never... I don't even remember hearing about some of these. Ashley Olsen and Lance Armstrong. You know, Lance Armstrong was the uh, biker guy. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what do you call Cyclist. that? Uh, yeah. Tour de France. Yeah, that's it. Uh, winner. They dated for six months in 2007. Uh, she, she was 21. He was 36. But it's still not, you know, like a 25 year spread or something. <laughs> Cher and Tom Cruise. Uh, they had a short fling in the 1980s. I don't remember that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Madonna and Tupac. Don't remember that. They met in 1993, dated in secret for two years. Wow. J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Not the first time, but the second go-around in 2021. Who saw that coming, right? Right. Uh, Carmen Electra and Simon Cowell. Now, Carmen Electra was with Dennis Rodman, wasn't yes. she, for a while? Yep. 
And Simon Cowell, though, they dated for a couple of months in 2012. Okay. Naya Rivera, uh, who was in Glee, she sadly drowned. Uh, oh, that's in right. A, in a boating accident. Oh, my with gosh, her, with her child. With her young right son. There. She got the young son back to the boat, but she drowned. Yeah. But Naya Rivera from Glee and David Spade. They uh, had a that was a very odd couple. Yeah. Uh, they had a short fling in 2017. Now, Taylor Swift, Tom Hiddleston, uh, they dated a few months in 2016. Of course, Taylor Swift dated, uh, you know, a lot of people. <laughs> she has to have some songs to write about, right? Absolutely. We, we always have does. to throw that little jab in there somewhere. But it gives uh, her a lot of good content. Uh, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff, they got together in 2019. They broke up last year. She was 27 and he was 48. Oh, my gosh. So that's 21, year, 21, 21 years. years. Kanye and Julia Fox dated for one month last year. like, I am so out of here. Right? This guy is so weird. He, how would you even start? I mean, unless you just wanted the notoriety or uh, maybe try to cash in on a little cha-ching or something like that. Uh, speak Okay, so speaking of couples, let's take this to another level. Uh, do you live in the state where it's the most... Uh, happily married couples live. Love and marriage, love and marriage. New survey shows that the most happily married couples live in West Virginia and the least happily live in North Dakota. Huh. Around 74% of Americans say that they are happily married. <laughs> they say, Wait, 74%? 74% say that they are happily married. They just say that they are. Yeah, but we're no. happy. I'm happy with Judy. She's all right. Yeah. We haven't fought in 50 years. <laughs> we haven't had one argument. Ever. In 50 years, ever, <laughs> forever and ever. <laughs> all right. So uh, since Deb and I are experts in relationships, uh, we want to pretend like we are counselors. Now, they did a study uh, they published in Evolutionary Psychology, and they revealed five tips to be able to improve your relationship. It's sort of like your relationship spring cleaning. Oh, you know? yes. So you ready? Ready. Try to understand your partner's needs. You know, honey, I'm a man. And I've, <laughs> that's what, that's I've got, what everybody thinks of. I've got some needs. <laughs> Doesn't that sound, to me that sounds, I don't know why that sounds so selfish to me, though. Well. And I, I you know what I mean, but. Didn't somebody comment on that yesterday? We were talking about it, it. I think it comes up every time we discuss this because whether or not it really is a thing, it's a thing. I have, I have my needs. Yeah. And, uh, no, we were talking about this, I swear, just yesterday, and you said that somebody texted in and said, well, I'm a... Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't tell... Yeah, I'm king of my jungle. That's what it was. I'm king of my jungle, and I have my needs. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Oof. woo uh, is dis- right. Discuss problems together and become more open to expressing each other's worries. Okay. Now, this really is good to evaluate every one of these, right? It is really good. I mean, when you sit there and think about... Because you're, you're afraid and you hold things in. That's just not good for a relationship, but I've done that. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm not going to talk about it. I can't fix it. Nothing I can do. Right. And that very, even going back to that first one that says, try to understand your partner's needs and desires. Look, as smart as we think we are, men, fellas, guys, 
when we think, oh, we got this whole thing figured out, I I know what she needs. Well, sometimes uh, their needs are totally opposite, opposite, or you don't understand the importance of how they feel about it. Yeah. Uh, show more interest in your partner and spend more time together. Okay. Have you ever known the couple where they um, they enjoy going out with their squad more than they do even with their <laughs> own partner? And you know what I mean? And And you know that eventually it's like, I mean, people need to date. People still need to go out and enjoy each other's company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, go on more experiences together, including date nights and trips, which okay. is what you were kind of talking about. Yeah. And then this one is just build trust and be more honest and respectful. And, the, man, that's a lot in one sentence right there. Yeah. Be more honest and respectful. Build trust. Yes. Woo! A lot to be said about that right there. And uh, that's Dave and Deb's marriage corner uh, <laughs> for <laughs> Tuesday morning. But don't listen to me. we are on our way back we do have battle of the sexes coming up here towards the bottom of the hour and a chance for you to win some cool stuff as usual morgan wallen and thank you so much morgan for putting that earworm in my head again (laughs) so now for the next three days i can be singing that song uh you know a song works when uh, you sing it over and over and over again one of the many 36 hits that he has off his album called one at a time uh, Morgan just killing it, uh, actually, uh, but also canceling shows like we mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, said he had uh, his voice wouldn't work. Somebody suing him because he canceled his show. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> and just, I don't know, it just kills me. Some people have way too much time on their hands. Hey, uh, let's talk about the um, let's talk about food. Isn't that our favorite yeah, subject? Yeah, let's talk right about that? food for sure. The ten best cities to eat local food. Now, you have have you ever gone to San Francisco? It yes. seems like San Francisco has this sort of they're tagged for being. Uh, I, I don't know why, but it's one of the places where you hear about food uh, in San Francisco. I think we. I think it was called Fog Harbor. We ate there, and this it was incredible. It was so good. Seafood? Did you have yeah. seafood? Yeah, it was so good. I had a mixed plate of a bunch of different seafoods. A new study ranked the best cities, and they considered factors like community-supported agri- agriculture, farm stands and markets, bakeries, butcher shops, and seafood markets. There you go. And uh, craft breweries and wineries. So uh, with all those together, it turns out you haven't lived until you've experienced the local food in Portland, Oregon. Portland is number one, partially because it topped the charts on the number of you-pick farms. Baltimore, number two. Followed by Alexandria, Virginia. Then Washington, D.C. Minneapolis. Seattle. Boston. Madison, Wisconsin. Providence, Rhode Island. And then Vancouver, Washington. You know, there's two Vancouver's up there. (laughs) There's Vancouver, British Columbia, and then Vancouver, Washington. They consider 200 of the largest cities in the U.S. and the worst for local food, Anchorage, Alaska. (laughs) Now, but listen to this, though. This is where I, it kind of does surprise me, but eight of the bottom 11 were all in Texas. That really surprises me. I know. We hear nothing but good stuff about good old Texas barbecue. 
Yeah. You know, almost like you haven't even eaten barbecue until you've had Texas barbecue. And top 200, uh, Utah, there's no Utah City uh, in the top 200. Denver's in there at uh, number 40. Um, Most, I mean, there are some in California, Washington, and Oregon. Most of them are back east. If you think that you maybe have a famous friend that is uh, on your social medias, we're going to find out how many of us uh, have online friends that we have never met coming up after Chris Young. Yeah, Kane Brown teaming up there with uh, Chris Young and famous friends on the Z Morning. Happy Tuesday. Uh, Dave and Deb here with you doing the morning thing, and you have uh, stumbled upon, uh, upon us, and we appreciate it. Yeah. We um, Now, speaking of uh, friends, do you have people online that you have never, ever met before, but you actually consider a friend, uh, not I a do. follower? I do, because anybody that uh, I don't know that I'm friends with on Facebook, I assume. But friends on Facebook. They uh, listen to the show. Okay, and but so still automatically. But still, I mean, friends. you know what I mean. A new this is these are people, uh, you know, um, that we we don't just say, well, they friended me, so I have a friend. I have a friend in Judy because she friended me. In a new poll, they actually said that half of Americans say that they have a friendship that's entirely online. In other words, these are people that you like totally. Keep it there. I, I mean, you could almost be, put it into the category of almost a relationship, you know, where some people virtual th- friendship. Yeah, they'll be in a relationship and they've never even met each other yet. But they almost feel like. In fact, I think we read something um, that va- I vaguely remember about somebody saying that they actually got engaged and they uh, and they met for the first time to get married. Everything else was done online. And I wish I had that pulled up uh, now, but it seems like we read that where they there was this weird circumstance where they actually carried on their whole online relationship and then didn't even see each other for the first time until they got married. Uh, anyway, um, this is obviously uh, meaning that they met a person online, they communicate with them there, and they've never met him in person. Now, it's more common for Gen Z... of Gen Zers say they have that kind of an online friend. 61% of Millennials, 40% of Gen X, and even 27% of Boomers have at least one online friendship. Now, when they were asked how those friendships compare, 26% of the people say online friendships are equally meaningful to those that exist in real life. 38% said that they're less meaningful 13%, which is the lower percentage of all of them, say that they are actually more meaningful online than in person. (laughs) Like my virtual online I really don't know if I want to meet them in person. Younger adults were far more likely to consider online friendships more meaningful. 25% of Gen Zers said that was true, while just 2% of boomers said that their online friendships were more meaningful than in person. There you go. (laughs) So, uh, now... um, Speaking of friends, what song comes to mind when you were, if you were to think about uh, the top karaoke song that is sung? Mm. I know. Think about it for a minute. 
You know, they were kind, it's of, kind of obvious in a way the other night at the Tabernacle because they want you to pick songs that everybody can sing to. Because then they can all join in, right? Yeah. Um, coming in at number 10, Chicken Fried, Zach Brown Band. Okay. Uh, coming in at number 9, Wagon Wheel, Darius Rucker. That was requested. Was it? Yep. Amarillo by Morning by George Strait. Seems like that. The guys think they kill this. And and if you do, then good on you. Amarillo by but morning? The, yeah, because whenever you... Because it's Amarillo got that... Amarillo by morning. Yeah, except it sounds a little bit more than... You know what I mean? Because the guys are like, Amarillo by morning. And uh, they just, uh, they let it roll. Jolene by Dolly Parton or Miley's version, if you need it in a lower key. Devil Went Down to Georgia, they, Charlie they, they Daniels. They did that one. Really? Because that yeah. would that would be uh, that's a, a lot of fast lyrics. Yeah. If you think about it. And the, did they keep up with it? Yeah. Was there anybody that was good? Oh, they're all good. Oh, are you just saying that? No, these these tabernacle people, incredible. Okay. Uh, I walked the line by Johnny Cash. All my exes live in Texas. Another George Strait song. The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. This one I can see too. Take me home. They did that song too. Country roads. And they did the number one. Friends in low places. Because, of course, because yeah. everybody sings along yep. with it. You know what I mean? Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie face. Whenever I play this at any kind of a group setting, uh, doing a DJ gig or something like that. Oh my gosh, you, even from word one, lyric one, you can... And then you can always lower the volume, and then they be. Then you can tell the ones that really can sing and can't sing. Yeah, you know. It always helps if everybody's had a beverage or two, which they had. And then uh, everybody was singing at the top of their lungs. And then let's hear it, Dan. Karaoke. Friends in low places. <laughs> I, That's got, a hard one. I've got a cold. That's a hard Dave. one to hit right there. Away. He does cover be okay. a pretty good range when you sing that because even some of the guys, and then they're all like, no places. <laughs> to the oasis. Oh my God. That's where everybody yelled that night. The other yep. night. And Deb hasn't even had a beverage. That Diet Dr. Pepper's kicking in, Deb. It is working. <laughs> there you uh, go. Oasis was the big yell word along as uh, kiss my ass. Oh, uh, yeah. was the big yell yeah, word. Yeah, there it is. Because yeah. they play the extended version, right? Yes. Now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. 570-5767. Well, let's take a look at this and uh, get a guy and a girl calling in here to the radio station. We have a couple of tickets to see Marty Stewart, June 17th at the Kenley Amphitheater in Layton. That's a Saturday night with the Davis Arts Council. Go to davisarts.org for tickets today or our website, z104country.com. Morning, Z104. I guess you were the fast dialer in this case. Who is this? Oh, okay. Hey, you know, I think I'll wait till they answer and then I'm going to hang up. Who is this? It's Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Okay. Let's okay, find let's a... find you a guy. Hold on a sec. Okay. Morning, the Z. Are you a dude? I'm a girl. Well, it's either feast or famine, right? Morning, the Z. Are you a guy? 
I'm a girl. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that weird how that happens? Yeah. Whoever we get first, it seems like the next few we just have a hard time with. Hi, what's your name? Cassidy. Oh, my. Oh, we're looking for a guy. None of the females are working. They're all just playing radio games. Hello? Hi, what's your name? This is Sam. Sam. Sam and Laura. Laura, Sam. we're going to go first, okay? Okay. Uh, Laura, what kind of sports team do Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney own together? Soccer. What kind of what? Sports team. Okay. Wait, what uh, kind you're... of sports team does Ryan Reynolds and... Well, she's going to give you some options here. So okay. Don't... okay, go ahead. Right. <laughs> Soccer, rugby, or baseball? Soccer. Yes. They okay. bought Wrexham AFC two years ago for $2.5 million. Sam. Mm-hmm. The 78-year-old dance show judge and professional ballroom dancer Len Goodman passed away over the weekend. What ABC show did he judge? Was it America's Ballroom Challenge, Dancing with the Stars, or Welcome to the Ballroom? Dancing with the Stars, my go. girl Hannah Brown, victorious. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, She's from where? The Bachelor? Uh, bachelor, yep. Oh, okay. All right, Laura. Which HBO Max show stars Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong, and Kieran Culkin? The Last of Us, House of the Dragon, or Succession? Uh, House of the Dragon. Succession. Oh, Sam. That is such a good show. Yeah, you keep ranting and raving about that. It's brutal. Is it? It's brutal. All right, Sam. It seems like you always, you kind of like those brutal shows, (laughs) don't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Sam, which former Friends actor wrote and is now rewriting a memoir entitled Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing? Is it Matthew Perry, David Schwimmer, or James Michael Tyler? Uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah, we actually talked about that a little earlier today. All right, Laura, uh, which company owns Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, Molson Coors, or Paps Brewing? Okay, say them again. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch. I Laura's getting some help side back there. Uh, I know, I admit. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch, Molson Coors, or Paps Brewing? Uh, Anheuser-Busch. Yes. <laughs> That's almost. Yes. If you'll just repeat the question while I Google it, that would be great. <laughs> no, I didn't. I swear. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Sam, she's got two. Now, if you get this one, you still uh, win it. Which is the dating app? Where women make the first move. Is it Hinge, Bumble, or none of the apps are like that anymore? Uh, I believe it's Bumble, right? Yeah, it is Bumble. So three for three, buddy. Three for three, Sam. You're the winner. I'll take it. I know. You can play again, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Sam. You're going to see Marty Stewart on uh, Saturday night, June 17th, all right? All right. Heck yeah. We love y'all. Thanks for playing along. Happy Tuesday. Hold on a second. We'll grab some more information. $884 in the mystery sound jackpot. What the heck is it? See Man. if you can figure it out. Today's new Clue Tuesday. It is. So, so you're going to get another clue. 
If you haven't been able to figure it out, obviously, and nobody has been able to, or you have figured it out and you're still trying to get through as the right caller, then good on you and good luck to you because that's a lot of money right there, $884. And uh, as a matter of fact, Deb and I are going to have to chip in uh, $6 come tomorrow if nobody gets it. Yep. Uh, but give it a shot. Listen to the clue. Uh, listen to the sound. Uh, take a look at the clues and the previous guesses there on our website, and you might be able to um, score big today. Don't forget to listen for the Instant Cash Song of the Day. We played it in the 7 a.m. hour. Play it again in the 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m. hours. It's worth $250 in cash each time. We will simply mail you a check for that amount. Win as many times as you can while this is uh, going on for the next few weeks. Grab your share of the cash. Now, look, I know there's a lot to remember. And, and again, we'll remind you that you go to the website and find all of this out, too. But we do want to just give you a couple of little reminders where you can uh, enter to win some online contests that we have going on as well. One of which is Luke Bryan at the Resorts West in Las Vegas. That would be cool, right? You'll be able to go down there, and we're going to give you some overnight stay and uh, the tickets to the show. And uh, all you have to do is go to Z104Country.com to uh, register to win that, too. Also, enter to win a Mexican Riviera Cruise for Two on our website. It happens in October. We'd love for you to join us. Uh, it is uh, seven nights, eight days out of L.A., and it's just going to be amazing. You can also book your own cruise right there as well and join us for some fun on the Mexican Riviera. Mm, my gosh. Hey, we're going to get a little humpy tomorrow, so I hope you're ready for it. It is Wednesday hump day. We like to say the word hump on the radio. And we are going to do Hump It or Dump It, which uh, takes place of Dump It or Dig It tomorrow. We also like to throw in What's Your Deal Wednesday. And everybody's favorite game show, Wednesday's Words. How about that? And just guess what just pulled up? The the bus. The bus is here to pick us up, Deb. <laughs> They're coming to take us away. Yeah. Ha ha. He he. <laughs> ho ho. We'll be back at the crack. Tune in anyway. The wheels on the bus go. <laughs> 